going on golf addicts welcome to the tour junkies 2024 century DraftKings dfs preview db here pat perry happy new year to everybody it's time for the pj tour to get started again and we're here we're here we've already done the betting show pat ready to bring the fire here on the dfs show i've got some i got some different guys to talk about in this dfs show today pat we're gonna have a great one you know we've got the DFS picks, as usual, we're going to talk our, we're going to guess on who the chalk could be. Talk about our pivot options. Talk about guys we don't like. We're going to do the 6K draft. We're going to bring that back, run that back again in 2024. 6K draft at the end of the at the end of the episode, and we're going to button it all up, put a bow on it with something we do every year: our New Year's resis, our golf resolutions, our personal resolutions. Now we did break it up this year. We did Pat's resolutions at the end of the betting show, so. If you want to go check that out, it's at the tail end of the betting show, and it is it is entertaining. I, I think Pat's is probably going to be more entertaining than mine, honestly. Well done, Pat. You did a great job. Thank you. That. Appreciate that. Well, uh, but I'm I'll, excited to hear yours. Uh, yeah, I'll review mine from last year and give myself a report card grade on that and uh, talk about my new ones at the end. But before that, you know, it's a new year, and there's always some announcements. There's always some changes we want to talk about that are exciting that you need to know. Okay, so don't skip this part. But – you know, it's a small thing, Pat. We talked about it. We celebrated this on the betting show, but we got to celebrate the small things. And, you know, don't people don't ha, will not have as much to complain about in 2024 with the tour junkies. Now, I'm sure people will still complain about a lot of things that I do or don't do, but they can't complain about not having chapters in the YouTube video anymore. Chapters. We got chapters. Every chapters. Every episode 2024 is going to have chapters so you can skip around, do what you want to do. And it is all thanks to us making a decision we probably should have made a long time ago. And that is getting on producer Tony to work on the show the whole 2024. We're very excited, producer Tony. Come on up, introduce yourself. If you didn't meet producer Tony in the fall, we had him on there. Uh, we love you, Tony. Thanks for uh, kicking it with us this, this year. It's going to be fun. Yeah, fellas, it was a blast already, just even in our, uh, you know, production meetings and all those kind of things. It ends up with just cracking up the entire time. So, yeah, I, uh, the betting show is down. That show was a blast to to record, produce, and do and, and put out for you guys. So excited to get forward with the DFS show and uh, and the guy, the stuff that you have coming along all year long. You know, I didn't say this in the first show, but um, we, we, we used to have another producer that would help us do the shows. Producer Sam, shout out. And we love producer Sam. Love him. But producer Sam in the comment, you know, in the private chat that we have, just the three of us that, you know, we've often chat during the shows on producer Sam was always in the chat telling us not to say something, you know, <laughs> yeah. he was always in there trying not to get us canceled, which yeah. is well, we're, we're all grateful for because this was in the peak of cancellation, like 2021, 2020, 2022 even. And. What's funny is we've only done like a handful of shows with Tony and he's chat stuff all the time that I don't know if we should yeah. say. Yeah. No. I think, I, th I think had we had Tony then, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Had yeah. we had Tony then, yeah. we wouldn't be going on year nine today. But now we have Tony and I think we're all good. Everything's going to be great. Yeah. 
<laughs> on the same wavelength here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's there's group texts and group chats and private chats for a reason. Yes. <laughs> Everything's gonna work out. But we love Tony. He's uh, he despite what I'm saying, he's a professional. He did this for, uh, on Sirius XM PJ Tour Radio for a long time. Uh, now he's working with us, ding dongs. But uh, excited to have Tony on the show every week, helping produce fantastic content. We I said this at the end of the the betting show, but I want to say at the beginning here. Pat and I have talked a lot, and and one of the biggest reasons why we want Tony on board is we want to kind of get back to what we do best, and that is hopefully make people laugh during all this stuff because it's a lot of content. It's a lot of names and numbers and stats all year, and we're going on year nine, and we just, we're not professional golf betters or DFS players. We're not. We, we've done it for a long time. We put a lot of work into it, effort into it, research into it, and we try, but it's hard. But ultimately, we just want to produce content like this that will make you laugh, that'll entertain you, that'll educate you, and that's what we want to get back to. So we want this year to be entertaining, and I think it will be. We've already got a lot of good stuff planned. Pat, how you doing, buddy? You no. Hey, happy new year. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fantastic year. This is, I, I don't know, I can't, I said this on the betting show, I, I just can't remember a time being more excited going into the first tournament of the year, but into 2024. I think it's going to be a great year, full of moments. We talked about mm. on the betting show that there are a lot of moments that are going to happen. They're out there. And uh, I'm excited. And, and like you said, getting back to the roots, just having fun, being entertaining, but maybe going to maybe giving you some decent picks. Yeah. Maybe helping you win some money, whether it's yeah. DFS or betting. We're going to certainly try. And, um, you know, as I know you're going to talk about in a little bit, we're not only going to try, but we're going to be trying with a, a, a lot better tool, I guess you could say, that's going to be helping us. So I'm excited yeah. about that, too. That's that's a great tease, Pat. Look at you. You're coming in in yes. mid season peak form Ooh. teasing. You know, that's another thing we got to make sure we do too is make you got to do more ad reads. But uh, we also couldn't do it with obviously without you, the listener, you, the viewer, but also our partners. And really want to thank SoBet uh, for coming back on board for 2024. Had a great first year with them last year, and uh, we're gonna keep it moving. And we love those guys. They're doing great things on SoBet. You talk about a platform that is improving every single week. The SoBet platform continues to just get better and better and better. The developers over there, the minds behind the product continue to improve it. Actually, this, I need to get a new graphic because now they have like almost 70 expert vetted handicappers in the space giving out picks for literally every sport imaginable. Props, uh, traditional forms of betting, all that for any sport you can think of. And basically, you can look at it like if you get on SoBet and you have these handicappers, you can get all the information you need and the logic behind the plays and the unit values that they're going to they're going to put on each play without all the noise of say if you had that in just the twitter feed so it's way better uh we we, we love SoBet. we're going to give some exclusive picks and plays on SoBet every week there's a golf tournament so check it out there's a link in the description of the video and the podcast you can click that link and that'll take you where you need to go. And, and you can also use code TJ trial to try the first month for free. And there's no strings attached after that. So big shout out to our friends at SoBet. We're grateful for them. The partners help it all, help it all go. So I'm, I'm excited about it, but, but you know, we're doing it. We're doing more content in 2024. We're going to be doing, I'm going to be doing a weekly course breakdown and kind of early look at the model 
I'm going to do one of those shows every single week to get you ready for the week upcoming. That'll drop every Sunday afternoon. One has already dropped for Kapalua, and that's new content. And we're going to be doing a new Thursday show that I didn't even talk about on the betting show, Pat. But we're going to do a Thursday show now every uh, Thursday afternoon where we kind of dive into all things golf that have nothing to do with betting or DFS necessarily. So we get to actually talk about what's going on in the world of golf professionally, but also just the game itself and just have some fun with that. There's obviously a lot of places you could get that information. A lot of great shows out there that do that already. But if you want it from us, we're going to give it to you and it'll just be fun for us to do. That's new content. So there's new content coming and we could definitely use another partner or two. So if you or you know a business that you know would benefit from getting in front of you know a bunch of primarily dudes, 99% dudes, in the U.S. between the ages of 25 and 65. And I actually think now the age is going up, especially after they hear the New Year's resolutions. That our age is going to go way up. Our average yeah. age is shooting yeah. up by the day. Uh, but anyway, that, that love golf and have some expendable income to gamble on the game. It's a great audience. Uh, we love our audience that we've built over the nine years. If, you, if you're interested in that or know someone who is and would want to direct them our way, we are going to start firming up those, uh, those partnerships for 2024 right now. So... Uh, email us info at tourjunkies.com or you can slide in DMs, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. They're all open. So that is uh, that's that. Now, I already mentioned a couple new shows, course breakdown show, Thursday show, more changes. The Discord gets another annual overhaul, which we do every year. Did a survey, sent a survey out, heard a lot of great feedback from our Discord users. Um, listen, we can't say it enough. If you're in the discord, you're in the nut hut. We appreciate you so much. It is, uh, it's vital to what we do. And if you, if you appreciate what we do and the free content that we put out, the best way you can say thank you is to be a part of that discord. Um, and it's $19.99 a month, $1.99 a year. And the community we're building there and have been building over there is fantastic. The, those that hang on through the fall and the winter and the the dog days of golf, uh, we, we love it. We value uh, immensely. And we know that a lot of people are going to be coming back in for the new golf season uh, and, and some first-timers. So there are some Discord overhauls that you may notice if you've not been in or you haven't been in in a while, and we're making it a lot better. There's a couple things I want to point your attention to. We've got Office Hours, the channel. Office Hours is posted where you will see myself, Pat, our boy Spaz, who's in there doing his thing in DFS every single week. Great, great, uh, great help there in the in the Discord. And Model Maniac Byron is now a part of the Discord. He's been fantastic already. Great guy. Hilarious. Great content. Um, he's going to be doing content every week in the Discord. We're going to put our schedule in office hours so you'll know when people are going to be doing stuff, right? Obviously, I'll do my Monday first look show. We're going to do the Wednesday night live chat every Wednesday night like we always have. That's going to be awesome. However, new addition to the Wednesday night live chat for every signature event and major championship, I've already got booked guests in the live chat. So it'll be me, Pat, and a guest for all those tournaments all the way through the FedEx St. Jude in August. Guests like Model Maniac, Kenny Kim, Steffi Smalls, our boy G.S. Luke, Jeff Seeley, Cutmaker, Joe Idoni, PGA Tout, Diane Knox, Tom Jacobs, Eric Patterson. It's going to be a great list of guests coming in the chat. That's going to be fun. We've also got the Cheat Sheets channel. It's going to let you, uh, we're going to dive deeper into our DFS strategy and our bets and all that kind of stuff is going to be in there. There's going to be some models in there you're going to get to play around with. 
Oh gosh, Pat, what am I forgetting anything? There's other stuff. It's the Discord is overhauled and as efficient as ever. You know, I don't not that I can Yeah, no. I mean it looks great. It's 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 there's more organization. It's crazy. It's kind of like you do like we do our spring cleaning of the Discord, but we do it in the in the wintertime. Yeah. And uh, so it gets a good spring cleaning. And um so I think it's it it is um it's going to be you know better than it, than it always than it's ever been. I forgot the biggest piece of feedback we got in the survey was more that they wanted more content after balls in the air on Thursday, and we're going oh, to yeah. that. Which so, which involves some of the office hour type things. So you'll yes, know when we're going to be, be in there, you know, after you know the first round. Yep. But every week, Byron the Model Maniac is going to do a round four showdown. Live betting, props betting, matchup betting, preview for round four. Every week he's going to do that on Saturday night or Sunday morning to get you ready in the Discord. And then uh, myself, Pat, Spaz, will be contributing to doing some round two showdown discussion, maybe some round three, but we're committing to round two and round four for sure. Obviously, we talk about round one stuff in the chats and leading up to, but we're going to at least have you covered for three of the four rounds uh, every single week. So showdown content. Live betting, props, all that stuff's going to be in there. Good, good, good stuff. Okay. I think that's it. All right. Last big announcement, and then we're going to get going. Pat mentioned a new tool. And a, over a year ago, myself and Pat, a few others, started working on this tool. We proudly launched it, and it went live today. And it is bettthenumber.com. That's the number golf.com. I can't remember my damn website right now. <laughs> Get it straight. I, there's so many freaking, there's so many different versions for us. Bet the number golf.com. God, our, our, our buddies are going to kill us for this. Um, anyway, we basically partnered with people who have been professionally for the best players in the world on the PJ tour, analyzing shot link and strokes gain data, um, coming up with game plans for the golf course how to attack it, analyzing player data to the nth degree, to a degree that we've not seen on any other site out there. We partnered with them, and we've got this new site. It launched today. It is uh, the, the, the ownership outside of us involves the very developers who built it and will continue building it, so they are incentivized and going to be excited to improve the site every single week. You're going to see improvements week by week by week. The site's already powerful. It's going to be even more powerful by the players, by the masters as the summer progresses. You're going to love it. Um, it's a powerful site, and then the, the people behind it are, are going to be a secret weapon. I've talked a little bit about that on the Kapalua course preview video and more so in the betting video, but it's a fantastic site. We're very proud of it. There's a link in the description of the video and the podcast. You, oh, I didn't even say this on the, on the betting show, Pat. We have a promo code. God, I can't believe I forgot this. <laughs> God, there's so much to remember. Yeah. Literally laid awake at night for hours last night thinking And you about still Facebook. forgot things. And I still forgot it. You are so impressed with that QR code was, that's right yes. in front of us if Thank you're you watching time. us on YouTube right now that, that you forgot to mention the code. God. I'm actually wearing sunglasses because the bags under my eyes are so bad. I didn't want people to be scared. Um, Jeez. God. Okay. Promo code TJ. Gets you $5 off the monthly membership or $50 off the annual membership to bet the number. Um, but there is a much deeper discount available to 
Discord members, Nut Hut Discord members, paying members, because, well, you know, I mean, we're part owners of it. So we wanted to give our community the the largest discount available, and it will be the largest discount available. No one publicly will have the same discount, but you got to be a Discord member. Um, so hit us up in the Discord, slide in our DMs, or email us info at tourjunkies.com, and we can uh, we can help you out. We want to say, like, wait biggest- a second. Yep. Did Tony just add that promo code in on the graphic on the fly? He did. Look at him. God Look dang. at Tony. You know, Tony's going to be. The, that is amazing, Tony. Tony all year, Tony's going to be like an A plus, and me and you are still going to be like B minuses. Yeah. But he'll, you know, hopefully he'll bring this up. Um, I inc- we, we want to incentivize the people to get in on the annual membership because of the continuous improvement you're going to see on this site. Because what you may see or notice isn't quite there today will be there tomorrow. And uh, it's going to happen fast. So we're excited about it. Bet the number. Really pumped. Uh, check it out. And we're going to be sharing our screen a little bit today. We did, we did it on the, on the course preview show and the, uh, the, the betting show. But we're going to show, show, show the screen a little bit today as we talk through the model. There's some cool stuff that it can do already that I, I don't know that any other site is doing right now. So that's exciting. By the way, if you want more course intel, link in the description uh, or just in the podcast feed as well. So check that out. Did that on Sunday afternoon. All right, Pat, we ready to get into this? Let's talk yeah, about it. Let's go. DFS preview for the century. 59 guys, no cut, signature event, $20 million purse, no John Rom. You know, I did notice that the tour had his name on the uh, – you know, the, the PJ Tour had his name in an, in an article about the century, which is kind of a step up because I, I don't know if you've noticed, but in, in years past, they would just, or in tournaments past, they would just act like never happened. The guy who went to live and it was never even born. Like he wasn't even a thing. But they're, they are mentioning John Rahm. Uh, Scotty Scheffler kicks us off at 11K, Hovland at 10.5, Xander at 10 even. The only guys in the uh, 10K and above range, but we're talking all the way down to Tommy Ladd at 9K. Obviously, a really good field. But no John Rahm. So, with that, let's talk about the chalk, Pat. Where could the chalk be? And, you know, I, I, put in the, I put in the Discord every week kind of a DFS look back for the last two years at a given tournament. And I will say, it's kind of been mixed results here, but I think it was last year. It was a very much studs and duds situation was was most beneficial i think the year before was more of a balanced approach where cam smith won but but you definitely just had to be on the right studs and the rest of them kind of bombed so you know i think there's something to obviously we talk about this all the time like picking the right chalk you know but i i you know we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get real pivoty here in 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 the next few ranges but I, i don't know about this one i think the chalk is for sure gonna be scotty Scotty's going to be chalky. You know, putted, putted well at the hero and won. Obviously, the ball striking is amazing. Everybody's just going to be waiting to see what he does with the putter. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Scotty, I think Xander, just with his solid record at Kapalua, did have the WD last year, but I think it was some sort of, like, fluke, weird last-minute back thing or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was fluky, right? Had a great year. Obviously plays well here at Kapalua. I think Scotty, I think Xander, I think Homa, is going to be the next guy down. And then and then I think it's it's Morikawa. I, I think Morikawa feels like the clearest, like, whoa, okay, $9,100 Morikawa who won in the fall, who should have won this last year, 
shipping yips got to him and Rom came up and got him at 9,100 feels like that is going to be Chalk City. Not saying you can't play any of those guys, but of those four, who are you most intrigued to play in that range? Yeah, first off, I agree. Those were the four that I had written down as, as gonna that I think are going to be the most chalk. Um, I like Scheffler. I think I'm going to play him regardless of the chalk. Um, you know, in a field like this, when you're building your lineups, you know, sometimes you you tend to shy away maybe from the highest price guy because you're worried about whether or not you're going to be able to fit enough of your guys in your lineup. Well, you certainly can this week um, with Scotty in there. Uh, I'll eat the chalk there on him. And then, I, you know, at the bottom of the range, I'll eat it with Morikawa. Those are the two guys that I really want in lineups. And I'm just not going to, I know, I know in the back of that, my head, when I'm building my lineups, they're going to be chalky. I'll figure out a way to find some, you know, to, to be different in other areas. Um, but I'm just going to, those guys are going to be core plays in my GPP lineups and I'll, I'll figure it out somewhere else, which we'll talk about. Um, okay. I'm a little different. I, I don't, you know, I, if I, if I'm right, that leaves Hovland with, you know, which Hovland's played here three times, best finish a T18, which, yeah, you know, which is not, not great. Yeah. This has been historically like a 35 or 40 man field. And then he played the, you know, after he won what $20 million or something in two weeks in the, in the, you know, late summer in the playoffs, you know, just kind of hasn't done much other than kicked ass at the Ryder Cup again. Um, but, you know, 10th finish out of 20 at the Hero, kind of, I don't know, like people may want to see something. I don't know. Like we could be looking at a lower owned Hovland, which I wouldn't be upset about jumping on. I think the only chalk I'm the chalk I'm most enticed on is Morikawa because of the price break. I just feel like okay, if he's if he's at 25, I'm still going to have it. Like and I'm probably going to be overloaded on that. Um and I think Homa because I think Homa is an immense value. I think he gives me as much winning upside as Hovland maybe. Mm-hmm. Um I think more winning upside than Xander and Cantlay. It's obviously documented how those guys don't seem to close the door at the right time. You know, now, you know, tons of top tens. Maybe it's just a matter of time. It's just something falling their way. But I trust Homa more in that situation. I get him at 9,700. So if, if, if Homa and Morikawa do end up being the chalky plays, those are guys I'm going to have. Let's talk about a pivot. Okay. I, I wasn't initially interested in this guy, but then I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, okay. I kind of, I kind of like this. I mean, you know, we know this about Kapalua. You can spray it off the tee. You don't have to be super, you know, you don't have to be the super bomber. Super bomber definitely helps, but you don't have to be. Harris English, Camp Smith, Jordan Spieth, none of them real bombers when they won. It's it's more about, like, throwing darts, making a bunch of putts. 80% roughly green regulation percentage over the last five years at Kapalua. It can turn into kind of a putting contest. And if you look at the bet the number model, custom model, the guy that's number one in the main putting category. I had a feeling you were going here. On bet the number is Matt Fitzpatrick. And yes. I think I think people, yeah, Fitzpatrick kind of had a somewhat underwhelming end of the season, I guess. I guess not. I mean, T2 at the BMW. I forgot about that. Um, he just kind of felt like he faded a little bit there after the RBC Heritage win. But, um, you know, then he comes back T4 at the Hero, showing some form. I know he played uh, – he played um, – didn't he play on the DP? He played played tournaments on the DP World Tour as well. 
uh, you know, in the fall, he finished way well, one now for Dunhill links finished, uh, third at the Omega masters where Ludwig won. finished runner up at the, uh, no, that was the BMW. Okay. Finished 18th at the BMW at Wentworth. So like had a really good fall, stayed in form, great putter. Don't have to worry about him spraying it, which he tends, he can do. Got plenty of distance. I think Fitzy might be a little overlooked here. Yeah, man, that's, um, cause it's like that Clark to Hatton range is the one that people are going to skip. So yeah, I kind of I- felt like I had to pick somebody in there. I like Fitzy a lot this week. I, I'm totally with you. Um, when you first started talking, when you when you brought in the putting there, I was immediately looking at Fitzy too. But, um, you know, I think that he certainly can. You know, he, this could be a good week for him. Um, you know, was, was was last year his first year playing here, or is it that just? Am I just not looking at enough history? I don't know. But T seven, T seven last year putted lights out on this golf course um t7 to me for a guy of you know fitzpatrick's caliber the if it is your first year playing is pretty daggum good um because we've heard that it really does take some experience on this golf course at kapalua um, so i do like fitzy a lot i think he's a great pivot play i don't think he's going to have a ton of ownership when you look at the um the rest of the guys around him i mean the lowest owned guy here is going to be is going to be Wyndham clark yeah, when you say, I mean, if you're looking yeah. at odds versus these DK prices, I mean, he he is clearly him and Brian Harmon clearly okay. yeah. kind of out of like the these things are not like the other. Is that is that what what it is? The uh, the old Sesame Street thing. Yeah, um, although out of the two, I think I'd rather play Clark. I think I, I would too. I don't think I'll have either one of them, but I think I'd rather play Clark. I, I agree. I'd rather play Clark here, but I do think Fitzy is a great pivot play. Uh, in here. Um, so there you go. If you're thinking of fade, which I am, Seems like Brian Harmon, I, I think it's probably Brian Harmon, but I also think there, you know, a higher named fade could be Terrell Hatton. Yeah, we talked about that on the betting show a little bit. I, that's there's part of that that I t- obviously totally understand. Scares me a touch though, too. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. Okay, that's the nine. That's what a fade right. is, by the way, DB. It scares you a little bit. Yes, I know. I know. As we get in here in year nine, yeah, you know, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of things are scarier now than they used to be. We talked about that in your resolution. <laughs> yes, they are. Very stupid things. Okay, let's move on to the AK range. Starts with Tom Kim. Obviously, won again in the fall. Won in Vegas. Goes all the way down to Hideki in this AK range. And Pat, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm going to share my screen here. We're going to open up. We're going to open up the uh, the old bet the number, and I'm going to I'm going to show a different screen and a different player. I'm going to sh- I'm going to go straight to a guy who I think is going to be a pivot because he was a little a little underwhelming last year, and, and I think I think with reason people are going to say, when is this guy going to win again? When is he going to win again? Notice I said again. Because it feels like he should have, but he's not. And I'm not necessarily saying I think he wins this week. But he doesn't have to at the price. And he's got a really good record here. Hmm. What do we think? Oh, I'm so glad you brought this guy up. Oh, yeah? A little Sung Jay. I have Sung Jay written down as one of my GPP plays. Okay. I think... So he is 
set to have a, a, a another great year. And you're right. Like he should win a lot more than he does. Um, he possesses all the tools that you, that you want week in and week out. Like he's kind of like course proof, I think a little bit. Um, there may be some that he's better on than others, but he like across the board feel really good about him. He's played well on this golf course in the past. Um, he just really needs to have a good putting week. Um, you know, I feel like he's got a more consistent caddy now than our boy Willie Wilcox. Um, a great, a great player in his own right. Mm -hmm. So 2024 could, could be a really good one for Sung Jay and it could even start this week. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic. He's 8,100 on DraftKings. He's played here three times with a T5, T8 and a T13 last year, gained over 14 strokes total in those three years. I like that he's gaining, he's averaging over two strokes off the tee per year, despite not being a very long hitter at Kapalua, which goes to show you, you don't have to be the approach plays typically dialed. I think you're right. It does kind of depend on the putter for Sung Jay. Um, but I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little Sungjae this week. I think he's going to be a pivot. I could be wrong, but I think he is. Another pivot, because we'll, we'll we'll end with the chalk here in the AK range. But another pivot that it did take me a minute to kind of come around on. But I was like, okay, maybe I, I think I might. I think I might get here. You know, we looked at the weather. Weather looks pretty good. I, I think there's going to be. It's going to be a little breezy. Nothing crazy. Probably going to see a winning score twenty five to thirty under. 80% green and red, like I said, putting contest, right? Who's one of the best putters in this field? Uh, in this range? In this um, range. I would say probably... There's a lot of good putters, actually, now that I look at it. Well, I don't... Pivot. Really good pivot putter. Pivot putter. Okay. Sam Burns. Yes. Sam Burns. Ball speed, putting, hits it, you know, hits it plenty far. Hasn't really played great here. 32nd last year, 19th in 2022. Ball striking killed him both both years, as it tends to do with Sam Burns. But he, he's very boomer bust. I just think if we get a Sam Burns that's somewhat dialed with the irons, we, we know he can kind of spray it off the tee, which is fine here. If the irons come in okay, we know the putter can be really, really strong, and the upside is a win. It would not shock you. It would shock me if Sungjae won, despite his really good record here. It, it would shock me less if Burns just had a Sam Burns hot week and everybody was like, mother F, like, Sam Burns, I can't get him right. You know what I mean? But I'm willing to take a chance on him. 59 guys, no cut, you know, 8,200. I think Burns is going to be a potential pivot. Yeah. Do you think – is anybody going to sleep on Ricky Fowler? Okay, well, I was looking – like. Is it sleeping on him though if you don't play him? Because like Ricky won, and then it just feels like he quit. But I mean, you know, I like to look at history. Now it goes back a long way because he hasn't been here in a long time. Um, he had he had three years here and never finished outside of the top five. Um, yeah, but he's thirty to one outright. So in this range. Outside of Ludwig, which is the obvious cash, if you want to play cash slash, I, I don't even know what his ownership is going to be. It's going to be ridiculous. Okay. That's why I'm like thinking 
that like Sung Jay, Sam Burns are going to have to be in my lineups because there's no way I can avoid Ludwig. I'm not going to, I can't. Yeah. I but see, what if you like this week? Fowler is right next to him. No. Like everybody just like says, all right, screw it. I'm going to, I'm taking Ludwig. Yep. I forget it. I'm going to forget about Ricky and then I'm going to drop down to, you know, there's the X factor with Ludwig. And I'm not talking about the proprietary bet the number stat that we showed on the betting show bomb opportunity where we're calculating a bunch of different stats behind the scenes to measure how advantageous it is on a given course to hit it 20 yards further than the rest. And Kapalua is one of the highest advantages, which Ludwig is going to do. Outside of that, the X factor is he's a single dude with no kids. What else does he have to do in Maui other than just be like, cool, uh, I'll kick ass and take names. All these other old dusty farts are rusty and they're here with their wives and their kids and they're, you know, what, like I love that Ludwig is here to just show up and just do it. Like what else is he going to do? Now, he may have a girlfriend here, cool, whatever. What I mean, I don't know. But I just love that he's got that that little bit of extra X factor. He ain't worried about that. Ricky's got Allison and the baby's going to be here and, you know, he's going to be doing dinners with Spieth and what's her face and his kids. And they're going to be, you know, baby clubbing and date babysitting stuff. I mean, okay. I, I feel like if you were doing a model on Beth, the number and you had strokes gained home life or strokes game, like yeah, yeah, yeah. social life for the week that this week it doesn't really matter all that much i don't, I don't think, think it does I, it's I not like they're in vegas or some crap like this it's they're still out there to try and win and play hard i mean you look at the players on the top of the leaderboard last year with morikawa and john rom john rom is a perfect example now he's not the same like him and ricky fowler aren't the same caliber yeah. But John Rahm's got a new baby. You know, he's got his wife there probably. I don't know who was all there. It's kind of the same with Ricky. It didn't it didn't affect yeah. it didn't affect him all that much. This I mean, as a matter of fact, if anybody it might affect is Morikawa, because I don't know if he's got a baby, but he might be in baby making zone. It, like in the in the bait. Okay, strokes gained, baby stroking. making time. Strokes gained stroking. Yeah, strokes gained. The um Maybe he's got the lap poodle or whatever it was he had at the Netflix thing that he's so weird about the one he took like the Christmas picture with. He does have that. That 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 really makes it that, that's just a block in me sometimes to play Morikawa because of his weird. Yeah. Hey, if this year, who would be this year's version of you remember when um <laughs> you remember when was it JT and Speeth that were on like one of those banana floats or something together? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who would be this year's version of that? Like, who would be on a float together? It'd be Morikawa and that little poodle thing. It's just, <laughs> just them. His girlfriend yeah. would be back in the room, and it'd just be Kawa and the poodle in the boat. Yeah. Or maybe it's – what if it's Sungjae and Willie Will? I could see Sungjae and Willie Will out there. Willie, Willie Will is in touch with a lot of things these days, like nature and all and whatever. He is, yeah. He's, like, finding himself right He's now. finding He's himself. So, he, I think – Yeah. Or it could be – um. What would be the weirdest combo? What if we spot like Tom and like a girl? Yeah. And it feels like, 
What if what if the cameras caught Tom Kim's like first kiss on camera right after a round in the ocean somewhere? He's like floating around of whale breaches, and we all get to see Kim Tom Kim's first kiss. I feel like he's not had one before. Yeah. What if he had like like Sep Straka and Siwu on the banana? Boat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be electric. Anybody is going to be a combination. See, we went in, in Hatton, like just yelling at each other. Um, <laughs> going whale watching, you know, they would. All right, we kind of got off the rails a little bit there, but I just I started thinking about like what are these players, you know, what if they're doing stuff together? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's Why? like what are they, what are they doing? Like, who's going whale watching? Who's going to be the whale watcher? Yeah. Okay, who do you think's the smartest person in the field, like intellectually? And then we'll pair them with who we have evidence some 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 semblance of evidence to believe is probably the lowest iq person in the field and i would Spencer. have to put Cantley up there oh so like Cantley and Svensson in a boat together <laughs> Can you imagine that? and Svensson is just like mouth breathing the whole time like he's not even saying anything Cantley says something like extremely Santley, you know, what if what if Cantley's telling him all the plans that the pj tour <laughs> actually has to change the whole golf landscape that he he didn't reveal in the Golf Digest article, but he's yeah. been trying to get it off his chest, and he just wants to say it to somebody who he knows he can trust and not spill it because he won't be able to remember it like four seconds later. And so he just can't like just out in the middle of the ocean so nobody else can hear him, and he's just telling Svensson the whole plan. Maybe it's maybe it's a plan to get around the piff and like screw Yasser, and Cantlay's telling Svensson the whole plan, and the whole time Svensson's just like, uh... and then and then somebody interviews him when they get back in, and they're like, hey, Svensson, uh. So what did you learn after your round today, or not round, but your 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 time out there with Cantley? Yeah, so I got on the like, uh, well. I mean, there was that famous, there was that famous whale. I think I don't know. He came up for a second. There was a, uh, I saw a, you know, I saw like some plankton, or something <laughs> like he just would. He would just be like, it'd be like that Masters interview where like everybody's like, what. You don't remember the holes that you played in a national. You don't remember that. You don't remember that Cantlay just revealed the whole world of the PGA Tour right out there in front of you. Remember, Svensson also forgot his caddy's name, his own caddy's name at the Masters. Okay, anyway, he's probably a super nice guy. God love him. But all right, let's move on. Um, AK range, uh, Burns and M are the are the pivots to me. Ludwig, I am just consuming every ounce of that chalk. With everything that is in me, I'm not playing a chalky fee now. I don't want to hear anything about that. I'm fading Spieth. It's giving me nothing. And I am a little bit interested in Tom Kim. I know we were just talking about his first kiss, but I am kind of interested in Tom Kim. Yeah. From, from a DFS standpoint, not any, okay. Anything else for you on that? You good? No, I'm I totally with you on Sung Jay. I think um, I do feel like I'm going to end up playing some Fowler. I don't know, man. I brought up Cam Young on the, you know, the betting show. I just, mm -mm. you know, you know things that are going to happen sometimes before they happen. Mm, do you? And I yeah, I do. And I know that my finger is going to end up clicking Cam Young, and he's going to fly in there somehow. I like having a lot of exposure to this, this, like Tom, especially. Burns and M being in that mid range, no man's land, because I and that's where I think I'm going to end up fading Scheffler because I think a lot of people are just going to studs and duds. Some of these low 7K guys are some juicy names in the 6K range. I think will be chalky, 
and this range is going to get overlooked. And I like Burns and M there in the middle to to kind of pivot myself. Um, all right, let's move on. Seven K range. Do want to remind people we are going to have a uh, we're going to we're planning ahead this year. Okay, we're going to be planning ahead. And for the farmers episode, we're going to pull in an old segment. Hotline Bling is coming to your farmers episode in just a couple weeks. We got the Sony, then the Amex, then the farmers. So we got about three weeks time. We're going to do a Hotline Bling segment at the end of the show. Answer some listener voicemails. Would love for you to call in and leave a voicemail. Hotline Bling, the number is 706-6-ADDICT. That's 706-623-3428. Number's on the screen right here. Call in. Leave us a voicemail about anything. It could be about golf. It could not be. It could be dating advice, marriage advice, parenting advice, no advice at all. Uh, it could be about new, your New Year's resolutions. Anything you want. Literally any topic is on the table. Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to have a few of those on the show. Bring that segment back. That'll be dropping for the farmers. 706 Six addict six two three thirty four twenty eight. So don't forget to do that. Do that right now. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel, please, if you haven't already. Drop us a comment. Um, who do you think would be the strangest boat combination in the ocean right after a round at Kapalua? As they're panning over and Mark Rolfing's talking about the whales and the whatever seagull nesting season or whatever it is he does. Who would be the weirdest combo in the boat? Seven um, K range, Pat. I think the chalk is pretty clear here. I I, I know who the chalk is going to be. There's oh, yeah. four names in this range that all check plenty of boxes, all pretty good, pretty good values. The first one is Russell Henley, 7,700. To me, the second one is Eric Cole, 7,400. JT Poston at 7,200. And uh, did I forget one? Cam Davis. Oh, yeah. Cam Davis at 70. Cam Davis is going to certainly have some ownership. So kind of like the top tier range. We we kind of know who the we know who the clear chalk is going to be. Are you playing any of them? If so, which ones are you playing? Which ones are you probably going to stay away from and, and fade? The two I like the most are Russell Henley and Eric Cole. I could see me fading JT and maybe Cam Davis. Um, I think Cam is a is a great pick. I I I get it. I get why a lot of people will be on him. Um but, you know, I mean, and his form was pretty good in the fall um, yeah. and, and played here pretty well last year. But I don't know. Maybe I'm going to talk myself into Cam Davis. But I'd like to see where that ownership is. Um, but I do like Eric Cole a lot. I mean, the guy's just fantastic. The wind's coming. We know it eventually. Um, and then I like Russell Henley. Um Maybe yeah. it's the same for you. I I really want to play Keegan this week. I have him written down as a pivot. I think that would not shock anyone as, as I am typically a Keegan guy. Yeah. But I actually think he won't be very high owned. And, and I don't has think he upside. He's got ball speed. He's got, you know, he's got a little bit of pop. The putters looked decent. I, I did say at the end as some show at the end of last year, at the end of 2023, that I, I think 2024 could be a Keegan like kind of a kicking ass taking names situation. I, I think he's hot after the Ryder Cup snub. And I yeah. think he wants to I think he wants to prove it. Um I don't love it, but he is an interesting pivot if nobody's on it. Yeah. I, of those four popular plays, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I know I'm gonna have some betting exposure to a couple of them. Maybe I end up going to the other two in DFS depending on what the ownership looks like, but I do like all four. Uh I just 
with eating the Ludwig chalk and the Kawa chalk, I just don't know how many lineups I'm I'm going to be able to put jam all these guys into. But I think Keegan is a pivot. I said this on the betting show. I think Harris English is a pivot because you know if you choose Model Maniac Byron dropped in a cool model in his channel in the Discord, kind of talking about how when you have a long layoff, there's kind of a couple ways to look at this. Do you go back and put more weight into their last few events in the fall, even though they were six, eight weeks ago? Or do you kind of look at the baseline, the bigger long-term zoom out, who are these guys as a player? I think you look at both and you determine how you want to weight them. But if you look at the zoomed out version of who is Harris English as a player, he's a very accurate iron player and a deadly putter, especially on Bermuda, which is how he won this tournament, Kapalua, against a top-tier field. He's a past champion here. And so, you know, I know he showed flashes of it last year coming back from injury, but I think Harris English could be a very sneaky pivot option here. Yeah, I, I don't mind the Harris English play. I, I think you're right. Um, so I, I'm, I'm certainly with you there. Other pivots for you? Um, I have one more. Keegan's obviously one of them. Mm -hmm. Why? We have not mentioned Sahith at all. <laughs> he's he's in the Ludwig category too. Right, of like edit no that, wife. Tony. That was a big sneeze. No, no <laughs> you don't have to edit. No, no wife, no kids. You know, he's got a girl, but no wife, no kids. Yeah, I mean, Sahith's up there. He's, I mean, you look at the model, the BTN model. He's in the top fifteen. Um, can spray the driver here and get away with it. Certainly, I think Sahith is a good. If 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 you're getting a going to give me a lower end Sahith, I'll I'll play him. I don't think he's he's going to win this golf tournament, obviously, no. but I do think. Um, I do think Sahith is a good play here in DFS. I think he's on the fence. I, I could see him being a little popular. Not as popular as those other four we named, but I could see him getting up there a little bit. Yeah. Has some experience. Has played here at least one year. Last year. My last pivot in this range is at 75, yeah, 7,500. And it's Corey Connors. Team no putt, I know, but... Mm -hmm. um, just from the from the ball striking standpoint, sixth at the FedEx St. Jude, tenth at the BMW. Like had a good kind of decent end of the year, hitting the ball well. Uh, didn't play great at the RSM, hit it well, just couldn't putt. Obviously, that's the, that's the problem with him. But this will be his third lap around Kapalua, T eighteen, T nineteen, the, la the last two attempts. So I, I don't know. Connors is interesting to me. Feels like there's a little bit of. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think he's going to be very popular. And I think Siwoo is my fade. I hate to do it. I, I know oh, next week's all about Siwoo. You can't Siwoo. do that. The first yeah. show of the year? I know. That's why I, that's why I wrote it down. Listen, I'm, I'm getting it out of the way. I'm getting it out of the way. Next week, our sweet South Korean prince is defending his title at the Sony. Whole new ballgame. Like, we talk about this every year. Wiley and Kapalua could not be more opposite. I mean, they are on – they are technically in Hawaii, but that's it. Like, they have grass. They have wind and ocean. And other than that, they could not be any more different. And Siwoo doesn't hit it very far. He can't putt. It's just, it's just a bad situation. The, the irons weren't very good at the end of the year. This is a shake the rust off, get ready to defend my title at a better course for me, Siwoo. Fine. Okay. Um, before we get to the 6K draft, there are some updates from our friends at Underdog. Obviously, partnered with Underdog a lot last year. A great source for their pick'em lines, the more or less lines. A lot of fun. The best ball drafts. They're the best in the industry with the best ball stuff. 
but they've got some changes I wanted to make some folks aware of that are coming very soon. There's going to be some golf underdog best ball contests starting back up probably mid-January. Might be for the Sony next week, but more like more than likely for the Amex. So be on the lookout for the best ball drafts in the PG, for PGA. And they've also told me, because normally they do the best ball drafts for like these regular events. They do them round by round. They've told me that tournament best ball drafts are probably upcoming for underdogs. So I'm excited about that. Also, you know, they took away correlated entries. Now they're bringing them back. There will be payout shifts for the correlations, but they're coming back, which is good, good to see. And they're also available in new states. So if they weren't available to you prior, check out the new map. They may be available to you now. There are also some other exciting product changes coming to Underdog that I can't announce yet, but they, they are they're going to invest in the PGA product this upcoming season. That's exciting. Happy to see that. Love doing that stuff. Talk about it a lot in the uh, in the Discord. Put out plays almost every single round in the Discord. So link is in the description of the video and the podcast. Code Junkies gets you a 100% deposit match up to $100 on Underdog. So shout out. Get back in there. 6K drafts, Pat. There's some good names in here. There are. Um, I'm going to not pick the chalk, I think. I'm going to try to give some pivots. I might have a chalk guy in there. But let's go. I'm going to start. Okay. And I'm going to start with a guy who I think is going to be a pivot. Okay. Um, $6,900 first-timer at Kapalua, Mr. Adam Schink. Like Thank it. you. Think he's going to go overlooked. Checks the box in ball speed. Actually hits it pretty far. He's like eighth in this field in in ball speed. Checks the box in approach. Approach plays pretty good. Typically a decent putter too. Came close to winning a couple times last year. I don't think he's going to win, but I I could see Adam Shink having a good start to the year. Our boy Brett Swedberg, caddy on the bag. I was already texting with him today about the golf course, about uh, how to attack it. He's already diving into some bet the number models and uh, and um, predictions there for the golf course, so that's good. We know what he's got to do. He's got to be aggressive, right? Got to be aggressive at Kapalua. I think him and I think him and Shank are going to be aggressive. I will start off with Shank as a probable pivot in this range. Okay, I'll um, I'm going to start with a a guy that I think is going to be very popular in this range, but I still like him. I'm going to play him, and that's. And we've we've talked about him already because he is Patrick Cantlay's banana boat partner, Adam Svensson. Yeah, I like him a lot at sixty six hundred. Just such a great price. Um, you know, when you're looking at the BTN model, he's up there in the top five. If you're looking at odds outside of you know Ben on and Brendan Todd, I mean they're about all the same, but they're the best odds to win in this range at around ninety to one. So I like Svensson a lot here at sixty six hundred. Yeah, I agree with the Svensson play. I do think he'll be one of the more popular players in the range. I will give my one other popular player in this range and go ahead and say at 63, Eric Van Ruyen. Feels like a steal if he stays in the form that he was in to end the year. Won the Worldwide Technology. Um, irons were absolutely insane levels. Good towards the, the back half of 2023. Uh, has played here one other time, finished 25th back in 2022. EVR is going to be a popular play, so you need to know that. But Tough to avoid given, you know, if if he comes back in uh, any semblance of the same form he had to end 2023. Yeah, um, I like it. You know, 
I think, and this guy's coming off of a suspension where I think he's oh. ticked off. He's oh, ready to have a good have a good season this year. He he was so close last year to having a victory, and uh, that's Mister Ben on. He is at hmm. sixty eight hundred. I like Ben on a lot. I like that. God, I did, I did not see that coming. I did not see you bringing out Ben on. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, my last pivot is going to be. It's going to be a guy that's probably not going to make you very happy, Pat. Oh, no. And, you know, it's just kind of a middling end of the year, I guess. Yeah, wasn't great. But most notably, the guy can hit irons pretty well. He can putt pretty well. Sprays the driver, but that's okay. Probably uh, upper middle of the pack in terms of distance. Didn't do much on the PJ Tour in the fall, but Matt Wallace... Oh, dear. Your boy, Matt Wallace. Runner-up oh, at the DP World Tour, 15th at the Ned Bank, 9th at the Qatar Masters, 6th um, at the Alfred Dunhill Links. I mean, you know, it is a different field than all of those DP World Tour events I just gave you. But I do think Matt Wallace could do a little bit of damage, probably an upside of like a T15 is probably what I think for Matt Wallace. Okay. As a pivot, as a pivot if you, you know. Yeah. EVR is going to be popular. Svensson is going to be popular. I think Luke List could be a popular play down here. Well, you just took my last one. I'm going to go ahead oh, and take crap, the popular. Oh, we already did six. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take the popular Luke List. Um, as you said, I, I do think he's going to have some ownership, but coming off a fantastic fall where he, you know, he finally started getting that putter together a little bit. Maybe you're going to have to call him DB and see if it's uh, working again this week, but I do like List. Uh, so he'll be my last one. He's at 6200 just $200 off minimum priced. Davis Riley. God, but if he comes back, if he comes out and he's like regular Luke List, boy, he's gonna frustrate a lot of people because he's a gonna lot be, of people. I mean, T to green, this place is perfect for him. 6,200 bucks. God, he's just gonna be peppering greens and reg and under reg on the par fives and then three putting, four putting all the time. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I love Luke. Good guy. All right. All right, that's it for the breakdown. Now it's time to get into DB's New Year's resolutions 2024. I'll do this quickly. I'm going to review my 2023 resolutions with you, Pat. And for those who forgot, we do it two different ways, golf and personal resolutions. Pat's were on the betting show. They're probably better than what I did, what I'm about to do. I think they're funnier. I try to think of some good ones or interesting ones this year, and I just couldn't. Okay. I'm kind of going to reuse one. Anyway, last year, let's, let's start off with golf. Last year, okay. I had these three goals. My goal was to walk 20 rounds. I definitely did not do that. I did not walk. I was wondering where I, you were on the... I think I walked less than 10 rounds of golf in 20. I rode a cart literally almost every time. I don't even know if I rode... I don't... If I had to put my life on 10 rounds, I would probably bet the under on that. So, didn't do that. I wanted to birdie all 27 holes of my own course, Champions Retreat. I keep track of that every year. Uh, I successfully, I did improve over the year before. I birdied 17 of the 27. Did not birdie all 27. And then I said, you know, I was working on the swing a lot. And I said, I was taking lessons regularly, but I, I, I said that I wanted to work more at home and do like dry swings, like, you know, home swing stuff at work, you know, home swing work, you know, get in position, slow-mo mm -hmm. swings, retrain the body. Yeah, I did none of that. I don't even think I did a day of that. <laughs> so basically, uh, my golf goals, I'd say I get a D 
and I give myself a D only for the birdie in 17 of 27 and an improvement on the year before. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go to my golf goals for 2024. All right. And I have four. I like I have, how you're doing this. This is very this is very structured. Way more structured than mine seemed to be. But okay. Anyway. I have four, and 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 the only reason I'm gonna do four is because one is a read a reuse. I still want to birdie all 27 holes at Champions Retreat. So that's a goal. You know, I, I'm always jealous of people that do like collect cool things from golf courses they go to. I've never been good at that. You know, like, they have, like, a really cool... You know, have you seen, like, the people who collect, like, the golf pencils from famous courses they go to and they have it on display? Yeah. Like, I've played some amazing courses. I played Chambers Bay, Augusta National, Sage Valley, like, the the open, you know, St. Andrew. Like, and I should have that, and I don't. So, I figured, okay, I'm 40. I just turned 40. I could start now and have a collection of every, like, unique golf... Like, every golf course I've played from the t- time I was 40 until I die. And I'm gonna start now. And I think I'm gonna either do scorecards or pencils. Just, just. I kind of like the pencil idea. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could display the pencils easily, be like on one thing, like a yeah. shadow box of all the pencils. Like this was year forty. Yeah, and like ball markers could be a thing, but you never I, know. Like I don't know. I, I think pencils are the thing. Ball markers cost money. Like pencil scorecard, I get for free. Yeah, you know? right there. I so like the pencil. Idea. I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna start. The, I'm gonna make myself do it. Um, yeah, I thought about this. I was like, you know, I, 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 one year I think I said I wanted to play more match play or something, which never turned out, but I I just feel like I'm always so focused on score and all this, but you know, what's fun, Pat winning flag matches. Yeah. I have the flags that I won off of you right behind me. See? Oh, I know. Well, we know about two of those are you one from the old course, one from Kings Barnes, but you know, a flag match where you just you're, you're playing with your friends and you're at a great golf course that has a cool logo or cool flag, and instead of playing for money, which you're going to forget about after a time, you play for a flag, and the loser buys a flag, writes a really nice message on it about, oh David, this day you did this so well, and oh my God, your driver was dialed, and I you know you came back and won on this hole, and then they have to present it to you for dinner, and then you have that forever as like a memory of that day. It's like a scalp kind of you know. And I want to play more of those, and I want to win five new flags. Okay. Five new flags. I, yeah. I just played in one. I got to play Old Barnwell in South Carolina. I told you about that a couple, like a week ago. And I, it was so much fun because my, my friend Corey is the member, and he's treating me at his own course. And before the round, I look at him, I go, Corey. By the way, Corey played football. He's about 6'5". He's a professional bodybuilder. He's huge. But I got to look at him in his own pro shop and go, Corey, I'm going to challenge you to a flag match. And he didn't know what it was. And I was like, yeah. And you know what? We're, and he's he was one handicap better than me. He was a seven. I was an eight. And I said, I'm going to play you straight up at your own course for your own flag. I want you to write on your own damn flag and present it to me. And he was like, oh, you're, you're on. He was up three on me through 12. I won two and one. And do you know nice. that feels so good? Like that feels better than just telling him to Venmo me at the end. So I want to collect five flags this year. I want to win five flag matches. And I've got a sweet old Barnwell flag coming my way from Corey that I'm excited about. But that was in 2023, so that doesn't count. You know, Pat, I've always been consumed on my swing. Mm-hmm. And like you, I need to work on the short game some more. I've taken some short game lessons. I've done the putting lessons. I've done the chipping lessons. 
I need to put it into action and I need to be disciplined. I, I want to kind of take it back to the basics of being a kid. I want to play 100 yards and in and shoot a 27 on nine holes. So every hole's a par three, 100 yards. Yeah, go, okay. go in the fairway on my own course, any nine. I could pick any nine, I guess. This means I have to actually do this because I'm probably not going to do it the first time. But just from 100 yards and in on nine holes, I should be able to shoot a 27 or better. I, if I can't do that, I, I'm not going to be – like that's where I lose a lot. I do lose strokes off the tee. You know, Ben makes fun of me because I'm a, I hit the foul ball. But 100 yards and in, I'm not dialed, you know? I like that idea. That's a good idea. I like that one. And, you know, what feels better than like just taking a pitching wedge, 56 or 60, and your putter and just walking and, and just wedging and putting, chipping and putting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to do that. I want to do that with if my son. Counted that in your walking goal, yeah. then you you well, could uh, walk the whole course. Yeah, I, I want to do that with my son too because he's a great ball striker, way better ball striker than me. His short game is dreadful, so I think that would help him too. So that's the golf goals. All right, these are going to go faster. Last year, my personal goals: I wanted to read two books. I nailed this one, Pat. I read six books. Yeah, that's good. I nailed that one. I said I wanted to get into the anti-aging stuff. That that was not a very specific goal. But I will say I did okay. I, mm -hmm. I take more I take about three cold showers a week. I don't have a cold plunge thingy, but I take three cold showers a week after I work out and I do the steam room and I go steam to cold shower, which I think that's probably anti-aging a little bit. And I'm still doing my workout stuff. So I'm 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 okay with that. I've cut back on the alcohol a little bit. I don't drink as much as I used to or as frequently as I used to. So I think I kind of think I kind of did that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save the review on the third one because it, it involves this this year too. Okay. So new goals for this year. I want to read four books. I'm going to up it. And I know I, I know I read six last year, but I don't think I can keep up with that. So I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to lower the bar from what I just did. I just want to read four books again. Like if I read four, that's great. I want to add running once a week in my workout plan. Oh, I goodness. Why I would you want to do that? I because, hate to run. because I hate it. That, that's what I started okay. to figure out. I hate running. I freaking hate it. And I don't do it. Now, when I go to the gym, I do a warm-up, and I get my heart rate up, but I'm usually doing it on, like, the stair stepper or, um, or the rowing machine. I'll do that. But I hate running. So, and I don't really want to run a lot. Like, I, I'm talking, like, run one mile. Once a week. That's all I'm talking about. If I just do that, I hate it so much. A, it'll obviously help my cardiovascular health, but B, it's just doing something that I don't like doing. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay. So I'm going to add that to my workout routine. Talked about this one a little bit. Obviously, Tony's going to help me a lot here, but I want to plan podcast agendas two to three weeks in advance all season. I don't want it to stop. Like right now, we have planned through Pebble segments, Stuff we're going to do, make it interesting, make it funny, make it good. I, I don't want it to stop. I want to stay ahead of it two to three weeks all season so that we deliver great shows. So, Tony, now you're adding Tony on the hook. Well, Tony already knows he's involved in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony just said shit. Um, <laughs> and here's I, didn't, I didn't think to add in Tony to, as, as, as a responsible party to any of my New Year's resolutions. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> here's the fourth one 
and it this this it, it was everything I had in me Did not skip three and went straight to four. The read or uh, add running, plan the podcast stuff, read four books. Oh, you okay? Four. All right. I thought we were doing three, but anyway, it was everything in me not to chime in with this at the end of the betting show when we were talking about the stuff that's happening to us now that we're older. Do you remember what my one of my personal goals was for 2023? Hmm. That involves aging. Oh, oh, it was to no, that wasn't it. That what that was one of Ben's goals for you. This was Never. quite the moment. We talked about moments on the show. It was quite the moment. I was very vulnerable on this. It got a lot of commentary. I can't remember. And, and really... people people in the Discord would check on me with this, but they, you know. Like a lot of things, they quit after a couple months, and nobody asked me anymore. And you've forgotten as well. Oh, was it because you peed a lot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you had a peeing, peeing problem. I said I wanted, I said I needed, I didn't want to, but I said I needed to have a prostate exam in 2023. Oh, <laughs> yes. But you didn't have it. I did you not have get, it. You could not get the finger up your ass. Hold on, though. I had an appointment. Do you I, remember this? I remember. This happened like in the spring. I had an appointment because my wife was like, you have got to go to the damn doctor. You are peeing too much. Go to the doctor. And I was like, for months, I'm like, babe, I hydrate like crazy. I drink so much water. I drink water all day, which I do. I hydrate like crazy. I don't drink all this shit. I drink water, coffee, alcohol. Like, yes, I pee a lot. Like, what are you talking about? She finally like forced me to I make the appointment. I could not think about anything other than that prostate exam for 48 hours leading up to it barely slept woke up like here's the this is the day about to get the finger wave it's the first time anything's ever gone in my asshole this is going to be terrible and i go to the appointment i talk to my doctor great guy he's like yeah i don't think you need a finger wave you're good like listen you're hydrated you're, you don't show any other symptoms and stuff like everything else checks out he did some blood work he drew blood Blood work came back great. I didn't have like, it, you, you know. think to say, Doc, just give me the finger away. I did think this. I did. I was like, God, all this. I, I was sitting there in this the chair. Like, New Year's resolution. I, I thought of all that. And I was like, God, I just need to do this and get it over with. And then I can tell my wife I did. I can tell the podcast community that I did it. Everybody wants to know. And I just bit my tongue. I was like, cool. Great. Thank you. See you later. Um, and I left and I never I thought you got away with one, didn't you? Yeah. So possibly this year, possibly the 40th year of my life. I uh, will, right. uh, I'll add you that. Should, like, like, you know, if when you, like they have a lot of online check-ins now when you go to the doctor. Yeah. Like, just like they ask you like things in the notes, mm. like, is there anything we need to be concerned about? You should just go ahead and say, I'm concerned of leaving this building without a finger wave <laughs> <laughs> no i need it like i i need you to finger wave me i need a finger wave. <laughs> if i'm not leaving this building until there is a finger yeah. up my ass <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh it's 2024 baby all right well that's it that's it for this show maybe even the maybe the whole show we may be done after this i don't know maybe nobody wants to listen god if, if you imagine you listen this long into the show and you're like god this is why I'm, I'm listening this far into the episode for this yeah this is where it's going 2024 but um you know uh 
keep everything straight up there and, you know, don't do any funny business. Make sure you go to your doctors and listen to your significant others. Take, take care of yourselves and may your screens be green. See you. Out. Out with my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs>